Synchronon. May is for masturbation. Woohoo! I just found out that May is masturbation month, so I listen to you guys every night when I'm in bed sleeping and trying to get to sleep. So I plan on giving myself a little pleasure to your nasally drone and to your um, dulcet, smooth tones. Thanks. Bye. Oh, yeah, my favorite podcast is the Sick and Wrong Podcast. Because it's a very good podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Simon, they banter about how the week went for each of them, and then they segue into the stories, and the fans vote which is the sickest of the week, and then they do phone calls and emails. It's a funny, 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 funny show. Sick and wrong podcast is a wonderful podcast. It's a miraculous podcast It's like the best podcast in the whole wide, wide, wide world Good evening, welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary I'm your host, D. Simon Lance Wackerly It's cracking there, Wacker I'm just in my podcraft on a Saturday On a Saturday, weekend podcrafting It's taking like five hours to get to this point but okay. <laughs> A lot of preparation goes into this show A lot show. of prep work today well, we were having some technical issues, but, uh, but here we are. So I missed you last week. I was up in the Bay Area for uh, my cousin's wedding. Well, you're really quite a ways north of the Bay Area. Yeah, you know, I've only been that far north in California, like maybe once. Hmm. It's far. Like, I mean, we were far. probably about four hours north of San Francisco. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of far up there. You know, didn't uh, Bobcat Goldthwait just film like a documentary on Bigfoot? people believe there's like yetis that live up there i'm not as uh on top of the bobcat gold <laughs> goings on as you are being the president of his fan club and all i do like bobcat shakes a clown citizen kane of alcoholic clown movies um yeah but up there it's like it's weird i mean it's so rural like we we're by uh, uh the city called ukiah which is like the biggest city in that area but we were like two hours northwest of ukiah yes. in this small town called philo I have no idea why my cousin insisted that's where she gets she got married, but she made everybody that's a weed drive. country up there. <laughs> and wine country, weed. weed and wine. Yeah, yeah, but it, yeah, they, they don't they call it the Emerald Triangle. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, obviously, everybody knows Napa is sort of the premier wine area of the state, at least the northern part of the state. But and Ukiah has wine also, but it's primarily known for weed. But then, but you see, like there, I mean, you pass by these like kind of independent, smaller wineries, whereas Napa yes. has like Mondavi and Coppola, ones, yeah. and yeah, Franzia. <laughs> I love saying Franzia, yes. the box of wine. But um, so we drive up there. I mean, it was a fun wedding. It's like she, she's such a hip Berkeley person. Like all, all her friends look like they should be in iron and wine, like man mm. buns and beards playing right. instruments. A lot of um, big 70s bushes under those uh, wedding clothes, I would Yeah, imagine. I imagine. Um, but the one, I like, was, what was weird way. about it, it was all like just, they had one signature drink, which is a vodka gimlet, which are disgusting. I don't know if you've ever had one of those. It's just kind of like a martini, right? Yeah, kind of. It was like very, it's like, like filled with lemon. So it's like this really, oh. 
it infused with lemon gimlet. I'm, I don't know. I've never really had one before, and it just tasted foul. So I just drank wine. They had like wine from some local winery, and then they had microbrews. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But it, you're at a wedding, so you want an open bar. Like it's just weird to go to a wedding and that's okay. That's all I got to drink. Believe me, I know. Yeah, it's like really, I'm I'm stuck with either wine, beer, or that disgusting signature drink. So uh, what we did is we just bought a bottle of Jameson. Ah, uh, yeah, Liquid bottle of, of the Jameson. Gods. Yep. So Love we uh, we were doing many shots of Jameson, and uh, Stephanie, <laughs> who had been working the wedding all day, ended up getting. Was this pr- kind of a casual wedding that you can just walk around with your own bottle? I mean, I. Yeah, no, what we did is... <laughs> did you uh, hide it or a flask or what? We had it kind of like... So there's one room where there are like a DJ and people were dancing. And so in the corner on the table behind some coats, we just had like the bottle of Jameson. So we just go back there and do shots every now and then. Meanwhile, wow. drinking wine or beer as well, you know? <laughs> so we definitely... Uh, like alcoholic behavior right there, but okay. Uh, sneaking it. <laughs> well, what would you do? Would you just walk around with a flask? That's even more damning. Well, I'll just drink anything. So I probably would have been drinking the Gimlet, to be honest. TBH. <laughs> I guess but that's I not was, what we were here to talk about. I was drinking the wine, but it's like, you know, you're partying. You wine want a little bit Jam- more than wine. Wine and Jameson. <laughs> it's the D Simon combo. I don't I don't drink those fancy microbrews. They taste like shit. <laughs> I don't like them either. Yeah, it's like I, I mean if they had high life, I'd have been drinking high life and Jameson. You know, but I but I can I yes. can be fancy. I can drink wine. You know, walk around with my wine, meanwhile just being completely <laughs> wasted and sneaking around the corner to do a shot of Jameson. Right. I'm just saying, I I feel bad for the toilet bowl that day. <laughs> <laughs> had to make use of. Yeah, Jer got uh, Jer got loaded. It's nice to see Jer drinking again. He took a <laughs> he took a few months off. I think he still has slowed way down, right? He I've seen him drink on special occasions, like on your birthday. Oh yeah, but then he, other times I've been with him and he's still sort of teetotaling. So Jer's in control of it. I think what what happened is uh, my sister cracked down on the drinking every day at home, so there's no more <laughs> beer at home. But uh, but he, you know, he, on a special occasion, he'll um, yeah. you know, knock a few Load back. It up. So we're at this this uh, the the site was like a campground, kind of like in the middle of this forest, and we were staying in a cabin that was only about a mile away. But we all got so loaded, and Jared driven, but he passed out in the backseat of his car. Have you seen their new Jeep? Yeah. It's nice. It's cool. It's like a Jeep Wrangler. It's pretty badass. I think my sister has to actually sit on a phone book to look over the wheel, but uh, he doesn't really let her drive. That's good. But yeah, I ended up like, I don't really even recall doing this, but I ended up driving home, which I felt so bad about because I haven't, I don't think I've driven that drunk in years. Like, when's the last time you drove really drunk? Really drunk? I try not. I actually, people are going to probably make fun of me, but uh, I take the bus. (laughs) (laughs) Like <laughs> I'm drinking now, because we you like to go, we like bus. to go out and like we like to go. Out, we, we don't go. Uh, we're not like that couple that like oh go to the mixology bar and like have one cocktail and then go eat dinner and leave. Like me and my wife, we like to we like to go out and have a few. <laughs> and so we just take the bus because I don't fuck around with that drinking and driving shit. First of all, because you know I don't don't want to get pulled over and lose my license. But I mean, I just don't want to crash. I don't want to run anybody over. I mean, that's. A th- I don't think I'm going to crash, but I probably get pulled over, especially in wine country up there. Right. Um, which was even, made it even more stupid. But the however, cops are just on the prowl for that type of shit, like you said, because all the wineries. We're a mile away on a private road, so I, I mean, I no. don't think. 
That's not easy. I wouldn't even <laughs> if you're in a private. Re- that's just like off roading. Yeah. Now, and, now you're just you know, having a drunken activity. That, that's why I didn't think. I mean, in it's my fine. drunk, addled mind, I didn't, <laughs> didn't really think that. Uh, okay, so be, you know, we'll be fine. Right. Even though uh, the next day I was like, "Wow, I can't believe I did that." But I mean, what what happens? Like, if I would have, uh, you know, ran into a car and killed a family of four, you know, would. <laughs> I know I would be responsible, but would like, yeah, but would the wedding party be responsible for this? Could the venue be charged? Well, anybody can sue anybody, right? Civilly for for restitution. I guess the question is criminally would the wedding be, uh, whoever, you know, is putting on the wedding, would they be responsible? But it's not even my car. It'd be Jer's car. So would Jer be responsible? (laughs) I, I don't think because he was passed out and you decided to steal his keys out of his pocket and drive it. <laughs> no, but I think my sister that. made me drive. She's like, you're the most sober. It's like, how, how am I the most sober? But whatever. I think I was actually. And so we drove. No one. I mean, no one, uh, you know, protested it. Everyone's like, OK, yeah, fine. Dave drive. It's like, all right, mm-hmm. I'll drive. There you go. And then we get back to the cab and we made it back. Peer pressure. And my brother was, uh, my brother had been sleeping there for four hours. He's about to drive the three hour ride back home or four hour ride back home. And he was like, how'd you guys get here? And they're like, Dave drove. And then he got so mad at me. <laughs> Jeff, no, he scolded me. I was rebuked publicly. Yeah. And, I, and we're all like, you know, bah, laughing about it. Is your it. ass still chapped from this? Yeah, he, he was not happy with me. But anyway, this kind of leads into this uh, story that I was reading about, about uh, culpability when it comes to serving people um, egregious amounts of alcohol. So in uh, France, did you read about this? A bartender or bar owner actually served a guy 56 shots of liquor. And surprisingly, the guy had a heart attack. Cardiac arrest. (laughs) Guy had a cardiac arrest on the way home. I just heard that he died. I didn't hear what the actual cause was. Yeah, it was his liver a burst. Heart <laughs> um, no, he uh, yeah puked out his lungs. No, he had a cardiac arrest on the way home. Damn, didn't even make well, it. Well, no, to the I hospital. mean you, you make a joke, puked out his lungs. But I mean that's how a lot of people die when they drink too much, right? Is they choke on their own. They're so choke out on of vomit, it that yeah. they choke on their own vomit. Isn't that what Isn't happened? That what to happened Hendrix? to Jimi Hendrix? Yeah, I was about to say Hendrix. That's how he died. Yeah. Same with uh, what's his name, the uh, drummer for ACDC. I thought he froze in the car. <laughs> okay, I'm, I don't know, I forget. Uh, one of the drummers in Spinal Tap. Um, All the great ways you can die from <laughs> So uh, th- this case is uh, currently going on in France. A bar owner in uh, Clermont-Ferrand, France, is on trial for killing a man with shots. 56 shots of liquor. That's just too much. 56. It's, cra- it's a crazy... And wasn't it this dude's 56th birthday? So it's not... I mean, I know I've you know woken up and then the next day feeling like terrible. And then you just have to take the mental inventory and you're like, Jesus, did I really have like, you know, 12 beers at the bar, but you didn't go out to have 12. You just went out to have a couple and then you lost track. And but then this yeah. dude, wasn't it this dude's sick 56th birthday. So I think at some point he was like, I'm going to go to the bar and do 56 shots of booze. Well, he it's, it was his 57th birthday actually. <laughs> so uh, he was one shy, but he, what he went what he went out to uh, to do was uh, break the bar's all time record of fifty five shots. So some other motherfucker oh, did fifty five shots, and this guy's like, "I'm gonna break that." That guy, that guy heard the story and he's like, "That dude's a pussy." <laughs> <laughs> he's a dead pussy. pussy. Doing fifty six. Yeah. So 
what ended up happening? I guess he decided on a whim to beat the bar record. You know, he was already 14 shots deep and he's like, you know what? I'm going to do it. But he was also encouraged by um, other patrons at the bar and the bar owner himself. Because the bar owner was leaning in saying and whispering, only 12 to go. And everybody's cheering him on. You should never. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of the bars that I hang out at. Like, never rely on the wisdom of the people in the bar to make any decision at all. Especially the bars you hang out at. <laughs> right. Like, you're taking, like, your, you know, your, like, taxes in there. Hmm. Should I claim this or not? <laughs> Let me ask all these fucking dumbasses in the bar what they, what they think. No! <laughs> so the bar owner now stands charged of manslaughter by willful neglect. Hmm. And so it makes you wonder. I mean, how responsible is the bar owner legally or morally when a customer, you know, a customer drinks an egregious amount of liquor. Yeah. You know, you, and uh, apparently I guess this is an issue right now in France. I which, don't think any of the bartenders I know would serve somebody 56. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm wondering about this. I, I wanted to get my brother on the phone because I know my brother would never do that. I think my brother would probably sit you down and have a, a serious conversation about your drinking issues. <laughs> yeah. Like line like, you up for Alcoholics Anonymous. Yeah. And I, my brother would not be happy about it. Or maybe if you were going to do it, you'd be like, I'll give you, I'll serve you 56, but I'm going to serve them to you five at a time. And then like, I'm going to make you wait 20 minutes and see what, how you're handling it. But the thing is with my brother though, my brother is one is like a sentimental bartender. Like he forges relationships, you know, with his regulars and people that yeah. comes in. He actually cares about Sam people. Malone. Yeah. Jeff, the Jeff, that's how Jeff is. But Joe Kelly, Joe Kelly's a spiteful bartender. Right. Like he, he works at these like, you know, yuppie bars in North Beach, and he hates all the patrons that come in there. So I'm yeah, wondering if wouldn't. Joe would be more willing to be like, yeah, I'm going to see this guy get completely fucked, make an <laughs> ass of himself, shit his pants on the dance floor. Yeah, Like, the Joe's that type of bartender. So we're going to give Joe Kelly a call and find out about this. You know, I want to know, um, do, does he think the bar owner should be held responsible? Or would it, would it be the, the drinker? Would it be other people... You know, in the bars that's, that's cheering and encouraging him. Because apparently in France, this has become an issue. Like, uh, I guess there's been a lot of binge drinking. I don't know if they're following their, uh, you know, the, 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 uh, the way of the English, you know, across the pond, right. across the channel over there. I know. Yet, but, yet uh, another urban myth falls. <laughs> that myth being that, oh, in Europe, because they don't, you know, they allow people to drink from the age of five. They have a much better relationship with alcohol. I mean, how many times you've heard that line of bullshit? The Europeans are a beacon of temperance. They're much more sophisticated and drinkers. moderation because we've been <laughs> drinking for so long. It's not something that's been stigmatized. Nope. Turns out that's not true at all. Binge drinking Complete just like bullshit. the rest of us. Yeah, exactly. But um, the government now is trying to... to um, do all these nanny campaigns. Listen to this one. So right now in France, uh, they've just packed, or I guess it hasn't, it's not law yet, but they packaged a health bill that's been approved in French parliament. Anyone who encourages others to drink until drunk faces up to six months in prison and a 15,000 euro fine. <laughs> drink until drunk. Like that's not a completely arbitrary way of writing a law. Well, it's kind of a gray area, you know? A I little mean, bit of a gray area. But they say anyone say. from the guy giving you high fives you know, and, and from the lady passing out free Jaeger shots. Yeah. What about just like raising your glass to, to a toast? I mean, that sort of is prompting people to drink. All those so, yeah. So, I mean, toasts. so what if someone's really intoxicated? You like, do far. a toast and yeah. then the guy gets in a car accident. Yeah. But the thing is, though, in the U.S., 
um, we have laws like this. It's called dram shop, dram shop laws. Hmm. So um, there's um, basically what it says is a server, bartender, or party host can be held responsible for any drunken harm caused by someone they serve. But these cases are hard to prove. You know, so that, that's kind of what you were saying. Like you can sue anybody for anything. Right. But will, they, will it hold up in court? Because how can you show that this car accident was caused by booze from a specific bar when the guy right. could have been like, you know, pre-gaming at some friend's house? No, well, then that's exactly what I would say if I was the bartender being sued. We don't know. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> maybe, you know, maybe he was huffing vanilla or something. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you'd have no idea. And it's like. Beyond what, reasonable doubt. Is it is a mitigating factor that the guy is a big fat ass that can hold his liquor well? Well, let's call Joe and find out. Let's find out from Joe. So we're going to call Joe Kelly. He's a bartender in San Francisco. He's bartending in New York. I think he'll have some experience. He's a tattooist, really, though. Oh, yeah. That's, no, that's his by, career. By trade. Bar- bartending was just something to pay the bills while he was uh, getting his tattoo thing going. Right? I think he moonlights as a bartender. But his uh, primary career is tattooing. (laughs) (laughs) So let's give Joe Kelly a call. Hello. Joe Kelly. How's it going, man? Hey. uh, What's up? Yeah, Dean Lance over here. Hello. What's up, Wacker? Hey, Joe. (laughs) So, uh, dude, thanks (laughs) thanks for being on the show for short notice. I just, I figured you, you have some experience in these matters. Um, well, are you, are you, you're ta- in the middle of tattooing someone and taking a break? No, I'm about to in a little bit. I got to tattoo somebody's butthole, so we got to make this quick. It's going to be a My Little Pony? Yeah, My Little Pony. My Little Brony. <laughs> Running out of the butthole? My Little Brown Eye. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's got a unique style. He's very style. clean. He's yeah. very clean, so I'm not worried about it. Yeah, um, aren't you, isn't that your thing, though? Aren't you known for being the, the guy who tattoos buttholes in San Francisco? Sort of. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to move on to other body parts. <laughs> well, it's good to carve out a niche. Anyway, right. Um, right. so the reason we're calling you is uh, we're talking about as bar owner in I don't even know how to say it, Clermont-Ferrand, France. Good bar job. in France is on trial for killing a man with shots. He's being charged with uh, manslaughter because he served this guy 56 shots while the bar was cheering. Everyone's like cheering. And uh, the, he kept serving this guy shots, and the dude had to be carried out by his daughter and his friends, and then he died of a heart attack on the way back home. Ugh. So that bar owner is being charged with manslaughter by willful neglect. So we're wondering in this country, because you're a bartender, you've bartended at bars in New York and San Francisco, is there a cutoff point? Like, well, when do you cut someone off and say, no more shots for you, drunkie? Um, well, I mean, you know, there's the obvious, like, somebody's just, just they're just wasted and it's just like all right you're done you know but what if it's uh, someone you know like he's a regular um well yeah i mean that's different you know you know some people can just handle it a lot um i guess like the best best example of that um is when uh, uh was bartending and this guy was this guy was a he was three over 300 pounds huge guy this massive huge guy in san francisco and he was just doing shot yeah, this is in San Francisco, and, and he was just, uh, I didn't know him, but he just came in, he was just around of town or whatever, and he was just doing a lot of shots in a row, and he, you know, he was fine, he wasn't slurring his, he wasn't slurring his speech or anything, and, and I figured, like, this is what this guy takes to But what to was he drunk. doing? Like, like just, Jaeger? 
Yeah, I, don't, I forget the I forget the shots, but they were you know he was doing like one after the other, and normally I would have been a normal person. I would have said, "All right, take it easy." But this guy was so huge. I mean, he was this massive guy. So I thought, like, well, the guy's huge. Maybe he just needs to drink more. And so um, <laughs> I kind of he I, just I, needs <laughs> to. <laughs> and so I didn't. You know, there was nowhere near fifty six shots. I mean, maybe I started to die like fifteen shots or something. Well, that's like, still a lot. It's still a hefty number. All, it's still a lot. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, he was fine though. And then he kind of was just like, "No, I got to go to the bathroom." And I was like, "All right." And then uh, it, it was dizzy, and so I, I didn't really notice for a little bit. But then, uh, I maybe like a half hour or forty minutes later, I noticed the guy like never came back from the bathroom, and I was. Wait, you're cutting out there. What'd you say? Oh, um, I said after uh, after like forty minutes, he didn't come back. So I I went to the bathroom to, to see what was up, <laughs> and uh, I, I go in, and the guy is just on the toilet, uh, passed out, just in a, in, a, in a just a puddle of puke, just all over himself, all over the, and he's he's not responding, and the door's locked, and he's not responding um, the stall door. And he's not responding to 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 me, and so where his pants I don't know down? What to do. I'm like, like was he that? rooster? Like was he rooster tailing? Like was he was his pants down, or is he or did he just puke? <laughs> yeah, his pants are down. He was just sitting on the pole. And and uh, and it's you know I'm uh, just puke everywhere, just dunk and, and it all all over him. I mean, all over his you know all over his body, all over the floor. And, uh, and he's not answering. And so I didn't know what to do. So I just was like, I'm just going to call 911 because I don't know if this guy's dead. I don't know if he's going to fucking die. I don't, you know. Yeah. I and mean... so, um, yeah, and I just was kind of, you know, whatever. Um, so the so the paramedics eventually come and the fucking fire truck and all this shit. And they come in and then uh, they just leave. You know, after a couple of minutes, they don't say anything to me. They just come in and leave. And so... What they so do with in there, They didn't do anything. They, they just, didn't take him I off the toilet. Was, they didn't do shit. They just saw that he was alive, and they said, "All right, whatever," and they left. Just kind of fucked up. Yeah. And so the guy, the guy stayed on the ball until closing. Never left the bathroom. Passed out on the ball uh, around closing time. I don't know what to do because the guy's still just kind of. He's kind of answered me a little bit, but he's just kind of like you know. But, unable to move. Hold on a second. <clears throat> was there like also a urinal or were people just pissing between his legs? There was a, <laughs> there was a separate urinal. He was just like trapped in the stall. Because <laughs> if I had to go really bad, I probably don't, I probably would do that. Just pee between them, yeah. Or maybe I mean, in the I, sink. Or, or in the sink, yeah. It was disgusting. I mean, it stunk. It stunk like puke. I mean, all right, I go to the grill. that big fat ass has been eating all day, right? <laughs> Well, could Absolutely. you tell? <laughs> You're like, there's some pizza, some spaghettios. Oh, uh, disgusting. Uh, so, yeah, at the end of the night, I, I had no idea what to do with him, and because um, I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't pick him up. He was, he was <laughs> so heavy, you know. And uh, these two guys, I didn't even know them. They weren't regulars or anything. They were like, "We'll help you out." And wow. I was kind of like, Good Sam. They're like, we'll, "We'll help you pick him up and get him out," you know. And I was like, "Really?" You know, because I'm thinking like, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I wouldn't want to. The guy's literally covered in puke, you know. Fuck no. And, uh, With these big they guys, they did the whole thing. Like, I hardly did anything. So I was like gagging. I couldn't even really deal. I was just, I was gagging, and I was. And uh, they went in. They they picked the guy up. They walked him out, 
Um, <laughs> I think the worst thing I had to do was pick his, his glasses fell off, and they were like in a pile of puke. And I'd like, <laughs> pick, the, pick the glasses out of the puke. Um, ah. And he had no idea where he was going. We had to like look through his wallet to, to find out where he was going. To take his money. But, <laughs> 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 yeah, did he pay uh, you so, for the shots? Like, did he have a tab? Dude, I don't remember. I, I, I think probably at the time he did, you know? Wow. I really don't remember. But, yeah, I was amazed that he was even, you know, able to, to stand to up. Walk. But, yeah, that's the closest. I've never served anybody 56 shots, though. That's, that's really... Uh, so what is your cutoff typically, though? Like, would you do any more than... Like, for a guy, like, you know, average size guy, six foot two, 170 pounds, would it be like, you know, five to eight shots? Or is that too much? Like in a row? Well, the, I mean, just in the night. Can I can I just point out here that this is one of D. Simon's uh, horrible at estimating <laughs> the average six foot two, one hundred and seventy pound guy. Yeah, never okay. mind. Carry on. Well, I'm not saying what I'm not saying a guy with a dad bod. Like Wackerly thinks all average guys have dad bods. Okay. Huh. You're, just, you're just you're just fucking, you're just emphasizing my point. All right. Okay. All right. Six foot two, two twenty. Okay. Right. Uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, it, it depends. I mean, uh, shit. I mean, the person's, you know, they're, they're, I, I can drink a lot and still kind of appear normal, you know? I don't know. Everybody's different. But, hmm. some, you know, some, some people can just handle their, their, their alcohol really well. Okay. And then there's the people who can't, you know, the people who do like two uh, kamikazes or whatever and they're fucking falling on themselves, right? Yeah. Then there are those girls who you just know who are just like, yep. That's who I'm going to be cleaning the 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 sink out of puke later on because this yeah. girl is just is, yeah it's going to be loaded. She's right. crying yeah. bar about her fucking boyfriend said something shitty to her. Yeah. Do you think though yeah. the bar owner should be charged for manslaughter though in the case if someone dies in their bar like this? That's fucked up. Yeah, I mean that's if he's just like I mean that, what is I mean that that's pretty retarded, especially for a bar owner. So like, why would he allow that? Yeah. He should be he should be more, yeah he should be a little bit more. Uh, yeah. responsible well in this yeah. story the in this story the dude died but what you hear about you know from my bartender friends i know over here in the east bay is that what they're scared of is that you serve somebody a ton of shots then they go drive kill oh, somebody yeah. right. and then you get sued well that's i mean that, i mean i would feel terrible if i someone even just died you know after leaving the place over i just <laughs> i just served them a normal amount of drinks you know like yeah <laughs> An egregious amount of shots, yeah. Ugh, and you're allowing people to, like, you know, cheer on 56 shots. That's crazy, 56 shots. That's it is pretty insane. insane. All right, well, Joe, we're going to let you get back to uh, tattooing your My Little Pony on this guy's asshole. Cool, yeah. <laughs> lying about that. Anyway, real quick, when you come down here in Irvine for the, uh, the big hair metal show, just, so Joe, yeah. Joe sent me a, a flyer for this show. It's got like every washed up hair metal band, I think, ever. Like, except yep. for like Poison, but like Skid Row, um, LA Guns, Dokken, <laughs> Extreme. Like, uh, yeah, all these bands are going to be there. And so Joe's going to come down. So, Joe, I'm hoping that uh, you end up um, doing at least a few shots while we're there. Rocking with Dokken. Rocking with Dokken. <laughs> All right, man. I will. Take It'll it easy. Fun. All right. Good luck with the tattoo. Yep. All right. Bye. All right, cool. Thanks. Good night. Take it easy. Bye. Well, so there you go. It's uh, 
It's um, Joe's cut off. It, it, I guess it's a case by case basis. Case by case basis. Ad hoc. You got to like check out the person. Use a judgment call on that one. Find out whether or not they're uh, they're large enough to uh, to <laughs> yeah. Take it's a sliding shots. scale. Yeah, I, I wanted to get my brother on because my my brother probably you know I mean my brother I think would get angry at someone if they're doing too many shots like if someone puked in well, my brother's bar. I was gonna say is, like it, that, is there different standards of behavior in a gay bar? Because what if I mean what if Jeffrey cuts off some guy who's doing a ton of shots? I mean, but then he turns out like he's cock blocking the dude who's trying to get in his butthole. <laughs> I'm sure with a cock blocker, although I bet you what Jeff would do is probably give the guy a lot of shots, especially the cock blockers. The cock blocker passes out. He's oh. impaired, okay. thus no longer a threat. <laughs> so I, I don't know how, yeah, I don't, I don't know how it works. And plus, you know, whatever. I mean, isn't the goal is to get the guy really drunk so he passes out anyway? Well, I think it loosens up the hole. <laughs> like poppers. I think Jeffrey, though, would get pissed if someone puked in his bar and Jeff like would have to clean it. I think Jeff would like grab the soda water gun and spray the guy down. Like, get up, you fat ass, and start cleaning up. Have some respect. I think Jeff would. Have this done is what I, I didn't ask Joe this, but uh, this is what I never understand. It doesn't seem like it's the bartender's job to clean up the puke. Does somebody come else come in at the end of the night? Is it different in every bar? Like, yeah, I never, I've never been in a bar and seen the bartender like get a mop out or anything. Now, I think what would happen, Joe. I don't think Joe would clean the puke. I mean, they have a maid service, or mm-hmm. but that know, means the the puke the just sits crew. there all night until. I think what Joe probably would have done is put up like the yellow sign saying "Do not enter bathroom closed." <laughs> you know, which a bar without a bathroom. I mean, it's kind of not. Where's the girls' not functional. bathroom? Go to the girls' bathroom. What's funny is the bar I usually hang out in. Uh, it has carpet. <laughs> Carpet? Ah, yeah. why? Why Why would you ever do that? <laughs> it's just an old guy bar. It's been like that forever. God. It's not like it's not like deep pile shag but carpeting still, or anything. But yeah, it's that like uh, sort of utilitarian, like low uh, carpet. Well, can so, you imagine I'm how sure many there's years puke, of puke all over it. Yeah, how many years of puke that's just accumulated in the that's strands That's the kind of bar of I carpet. hang out in. I'm, I'm calling it a dad <laughs> bar. Do you think, though, if... Uh, Probably not at like, I don't know, not that bar, but like some of the, you know, the bars here, especially like the clubs, if someone was passed out on the toilet, I guarantee people would probably still piss around them. Yeah. And this place has, it only has like, it doesn't have like a big, uh, you know, commercial style toilet with like a bunch of stalls. It literally just has like two unisex, just single toilet, single sink, little room. So yeah, if somebody's passed out in their puke. At least there's the other one to go to, but you know if that one's taken or somebody took a nasty shit in there, yeah, I'm just gonna piss around your head. Yeah, it's like I'm just gonna aim well. Hopefully, and I have and I have been in there. The girl wasn't passed out, but one of these girls <laughs> I was talking about, you know, that does like two shots and then she's crying. Uh, there was a girl that locked herself in the bathroom one time and she was crying on the floor. Wow, I didn't, I didn't keep track of how much she had drank, but this happened just recently, like three months ago. Wow. Well. And yeah. the other, the other girls, like the hardcore drinking girls, are in there. Like they're just livid. They're just banging on the door. Cheryl, get your ass out of there! And then, or just bitching at them. Girls get pissed yeah, they when get they're pissed. standing in line to go to the bathroom. They're That's not, especially saying. if a girl tries to cut in front of them. Yep. And uh, especially a girl that can't handle their liquor. <laughs> yeah, girls get upset about that. You know, I'd like to say, I guarantee a lot of UK people are gonna call in and be like, oh, "I once did thirty-eight shots." <laughs> yeah, they're going to be like 56 Frenchy. They're going to get all pissed <laughs> the off yabos. about it. Yeah, I guarantee we're going to get some uh, some blowback on this. <laughs> well, but binge, anyway. dr- binge drinking in the in the UK is like the national sport. 
I, I mean, this. I just think it's funny that this bar had a record, an all-time record of 55 shots that this guy broke. So I wonder if other bars out there, and I'm sure a lot of UK people call in about that, but have a record for number of shots. It's just, it just seems kind of insane to me. Um, anyway, people, this is episode 483 here, Sick and Wrong. You know the way the show works. Wacker and I discuss the most disturbing news items of the week. Uh, you can send them to us at sickandwronghotmail.com. Submit them via Twitter or Facebook. If we give you credit, we'll send you a Sick and Wrong care package. Just a bunch of stickers, you know. Don't get too excited. Um, we got some good stories this week. Before we get to our first one, here's a word from our sponsor. Spice to your sex life? Go to adamandeve.com. You'll get 50% off your purchase, free shipping, two adult DVDs, and a product so sensual, we can't even mention it on this podcast. No, no. Just type the coupon code DIDDLE upon checkout. So, actually, the first story we got here came in from Amanda. Um, kiss. Who? Amanda Hugginkiss? Amanda Hugginkiss? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. She didn't, she didn't include her surname, but we're going to say for, um, for all intents and purposes here. Amanda Hugginkiss sent this story. few people sent this in and uh this is one of the you know every now and then you do stories here on sick and wrong you're like oh that's sick that's wrong this is both in spades this story actually kind of made me gag Mm -hmm. a maryland woman for reasons unknown contaminated her family's milk with dead skin shavings from her feet (laughs) i think she had her reasons milk is pretty gross just to begin with (laughs) but this is this takes the cake I have to say. When we were driving up uh, through Northern California, there's a lot of dairy farms. And they just let their cows just wander anywhere. And so, like, yeah, they're free-ranging. Yeah, they you, can call you it drive you know, by organic it. and all that. And you drive by them, and you just see this, like, bulbous sack of milk. Like, they're udders. It's absolutely vile. Like, you look at it, <laughs> I'm you're sure like, they think the same thing about human female tits. Possibly, but I mean, it's like you're looking at that, and it's milk is just kind of gross. I mean, sure, I drink milk; it's fine. I'm not. You like, do? Yeah, I'm not I a vegan. Don't. You don't drink I guess milk I put at a all. little bit of my coffee. I put in my actually, coffee. even usually, uh, on average, I'm drinking that fake coffee made shit. I don't think there's actually any real milk in it. Yeah, I put, I put milk in my coffee. I mean, if yeah. I have cereal, I'll put milk in my cereal. You what do you put in your cereal? Know. There's well, some comedian a long time ago did the joke, right? Like, who was the first caveman or whatever to drink milk? Like, look, <laughs> looked at a cow and was just like, I'm just going to suck on that thing and see what comes out. If it's any good. It turns out it is pretty good. Anyway. Yeah, no, it's, it's, I was, that's what I was thinking when we were driving here. I was like, God, that's disgusting. You know Actually, and I, and I guess I have to do have to admit, you know, cheese is amazing. And also, I'm a big fan of ice cream. 
So I'm I'm a complete hypocrite. And those all come from milk. But milk on its own, though, is kind of great. Like, I think at our age, like when you're above the it's age of children. four. Yeah, or five. You don't, you're not drinking milk. We don't need the calcium anymore. No. We, we like milk and other things. So Sarah P. Schrock here, 56 years old, uh, Mechanicsville, Maryland, was arrested on Wednesday. The charges against her are connected to an incident where she served her family milk that she contaminated with dead skin shavings from her feet. <laughs> So she's in jail right now in lieu of a 10% of a $10,000 bond, because obviously she has no money, but related to food contamination, as well as second-degree assault on uh, these two family members that she lived with, um, which is just weird. I mean, this kind of goes into the, into the whole explanation of why I live on my own. I, I, don't, I will never have roommates. And this well, situation I, but, is but even let's, weirder. Let's point this out. We've, you've had roommates. We've been roommates and had other roommates, which is fine when you're single. I just think even if you're even if you're living with a girlfriend, don't have roommates. Just find a find a small place that you can afford you to. And especially if you have like you are married and have children, you can't you can't have roommates. That's just asking for your kid to get diddled, a. Eh? And it's just weird. Like it's just fucked up. Yeah, but I think she's related to them, so I think maybe they're yeah. doing her a favor. It's kind of mitigating, but even that, I find like you know. I mean, speaking how of getting diddled, how often do we hear these tr- stories of kids getting diddled and it's like, oh, it was the uncle and he lived in the shed, <laughs> you know? I'm not worried about the diddling. I'm just annoyed that she's using my bathroom. She's in my space. I like to see my relatives only on funerals and occasionally weddings. Right. Not every day. Right. You know, I mean, that, I always feel bad for people. When it's like, you know, you get married to a girl and next thing you know, it's like the girl, your mother-in-law gets cancer. It's like, well, no one can take care of her. So now she's moving in with us. So we're Ugh. actually moving to, you know, New Mexico because we can afford a house there so we can live with our yep. mother-in-law. It's the next like, thing you know, you're cooking up meth. Yeah. But it's just, I, I feel bad for, for those people. And it's just like, God, that's, that sucks. And it happens mm. a lot, you know? Yep. So what happens? Say goodbye to, you know, the honeymoon period of getting laid because your mother-in-law's in the next room. And that's why in most marriages end in divorce. Yeah. Because of the family members. You You know, (laughs) D should really get a better paying job. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. So Shrock was home alone at the house until dinner time. When uh, Jessica Whitney Hurry and uh, her uh, and Allison DePriest here arrived. Shrock served milk. She cooked dinner for them. She served milk with dinner. The priest, who's the child, began to choke and coughed up what appeared to be human skin. <laughs> like she drank her milk, gagged on it, and coughed up a took a piece of human skin out of her mouth. <sighs> I would have started to puke. Um, the court says that then Hurry, the mother here, also gagged while drinking the milk. And then she went and she poured it through a strainer, and it was just filled with human skin shavings. I think usually when I pour out liquids, I sort of am watching to make sure they're not chunky when I'm going to drink it. Especially like curdled milk. I mean, this is not even, uh, this is worse than curdling. Right. I mean, milk, you have a specific, yeah, like that's a good point. When you're drinking milk, you have a specific reason to be paying attention to make sure it's not chunky, you know, like, cause that happens naturally when it gets old and gross. Yeah. I mean, I could see if it was yogurt, you might be confused, but milk has a, you know, a consistency <laughs> a nice, of liquid. A nice cup of yogurt. That's, what I, that's one of my favorite <laughs> beverages. So I guess uh, Hurry said that their roommate, Schrock here, had extremely dry feet because of her diabetes. And she explained that Schrock 
kept trays of dead skin in her bedroom. That's that's a normal policy. This obvious. is why I don't have roommates. I mean, right there, I would walk in there and be like, "All right, you got to get out. Getting right. a new roommate here." What's this? What's this plate? What's this Tupperware next to your bed? Looks like dead skin. Is that what this is? Okay, you know what? You're, you're out of here. <laughs> We're through here. But it might made me think of a couple of roommates I've had in the past. I remember in college, Spong. Remember Spong? Oh, who could forget Spongberg? Spong. Uh, we call him Spong. Spong. I call him the Spong. The Spong. But we thought the Spong kept his urine because he had jars of urine in like, not even jars. Like he would have like, um, you know, like a big gulp uh, container from 7-Eleven just filled with urine. Wait, just wait, in you, his said bedroom. You, you said you thought he kept urine because he actually was keeping his urine? Well, or, I, I thought he was, he had just been to, saving his urine. It was just a way urine. to tease him to talk, you know, because he had all these cups, which what you thought may have been urine. Well, I thought like he had saying. been saving his urine, I don't know, and like preserving it and dating it and marking it and just keeping his urine in his room. But he, he was just lazy. He didn't want to get out of his bed and go uh, use the bathroom. So if you go into so his room... So he actually was peeing in these cups. Yeah, but then he'd forget to... But he, you're saying this mitigating factor was that he wasn't actually saving it. He would throw it out eventually. Yeah, he wasn't chronicling the urine. Like, oh, you know, He did have labels then. on it. Just, just piss jugs and while you're actually inside a residence that has a toilet that's like five feet away. Yeah, I mean, he could have just got his lazy ass up away. out of the room and walked over to the uh, the bathroom. I mean, we all shared a bathroom. Mm. But instead, he just didn't want to get out of bed, so he just pissed in these cups. So if you walked into his room, it was just like, yeah, there were like 30 cups just filled with urine. <laughs> Fucking gross. I think this is a decent exaggeration. No, okay, maybe there, maybe there were five. Maybe there were five cups. Even. Come on. Ask, ask our mutual friend who also lived with us. He saved his urine. But then it made me think of another guy that we lived with in college. Remember Graham? Yes. Didn't that guy shit in the shower? <laughs> I remember there being a, there was a large, there's a very large controversy <laughs> was, about this thing. And it started off with, yes, our roommate. We, this is, we were living with like nine people, right? And nine one dude, shower. Nine dudes and, or maybe eight dudes and one girl. Yeah. Um, you know, Jesus Christ. Imagine her experience. But she wasn't as but, much of a girl as she was a guy. She could drink right, more than all Right, she's probably of us. maybe one of the grossest people there. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so the story the started, as they all do, with the most outlandish... <laughs> Actually, I think once you get down to the details, it's even more outlandish. But the story started, oh my God, did you hear that Graham shit in the shower? Well, because there's a turd in the shower. Oh, really? See, this is exactly the type of thing I'm talking about. I, I never even knew how where the evidence came from, but... Uh, it was based in reality. And Graham's defense, which is the guy type of guy he is, was almost you know. He's a like, weird. Just dude. say you didn't do it, dude. Just just pull the Eddie Murphy defense. This would be my if I was his lawyer. Would be my advice to just say no. I did not do that. I remember but, him being interrogated by Andy, one of our roommates, who just was really upset. He was always the most angry at all the disgusting behavior that happened. Because I, I guess mean, he was the most like real responsible. person. He was the most responsible person <laughs> yeah. there. He paid the but, rent. But uh, the defense of this guy who was accused of shitting in the shower was that, no, he didn't shit in the shower, but he did take a shit in the toilet and there wasn't any toilet paper. So instead of wiping his ass, he went and washed it off in the shower. <laughs> is, is that better? I don't know. So you said like a bidet. It's crazy town. I don't yeah. know, from, from what I recall, there's there was a turd in the shower. No one wanted to clean it. It's, it was there were a lot of theories going around. There's a controversy he tried to push in the a house. Turd down the down the drain with his feet. 
I, I don't know, but he was a weird dude. Because it's not like the drain as a whole. There's like a grate over it, right? Yeah, there's a, you'd have had to mash it through the grate. <laughs> I mean, I think this is a big point of discussion because obviously like you and I were just, this was just comedy gold. We didn't really care that there was shit in our shower. <laughs> I remember laughing about funny. it. And I would go shower at my girlfriend's because I was mm, you know, dating a girl who lived a in an apartment. I think my uh, mitigating factor was that I had flip-flops that I wore in that shower, so I didn't care. <laughs> and I, I guarantee people probably left the turd and just showered around it. Because <laughs> we're that lazy in that house. Well, there was a lot of, um, you know, it was like the whole challenge of like, well, if you're not going to yeah, clean, not I'm not going to clean. We'll see. You know, it's like a Mexican standoff. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not cleaning that turd up. I'll the, I'll, I'll, we'll see. Well, that turd will be there three months from now. We'll see who b- cracks first and cleans the turd up. <laughs> that guy, Graham, though, was a weird dude. Do you remember the, he had the orgy with the trannies in his room? Well, I don't know. So that's what I'm saying. It's like <laughs> How roommates. How far do we go slandering this guy before he finds out that we're talking about him on a podcast? <laughs> I would say the roommates. Roommates are weird. This, girl, this, this woman lives with her kid. You don't need to have this weird old relative or old woman living shitting in, in your shower shitting in your shower shaving dead skin off of her feet and keeping it in trays but our old roommate didn't shit in the shower to get back at anybody but this lady just, yeah she's doing this intentionally to like get get these people right for this something. is like out of vengeance like the unknown reasons but yeah i mean she obviously was doing this um there's maliciously. nothing you know old ladies that are single they're like they're always slighted about something right they're always somebody's always trying to get them so a, a, beware of a 56 year but beware of a 56 year old spinster old maid there's know. something going on here. it could be anything that she feels was you know she's uh been offended by and if you look at uh if you look at her picture her mugshot she looks a lot like kathy bates in that movie i uh, was a misery yes you know she she looks like that uh-huh. so that's what i'm saying just beware of a 56 year old spinster right. the next thing you know she's going to be like hitting you in the foot with a sledgehammer <laughs> <laughs> and this lady's mental so police had to look for her they found her at a local hotel when she was interviewed she denied any involvement in contaminating her family's milk yeah, but see, um, this is what I, this yeah. is what i would have told our roommate instead of sort of figuring out some like half explanation <laughs> of it well i did put a little uh, some skin flake dead skin flakes fell in the milk but uh i thought it would be fine no you just gotta say like no i didn't do that Sure, I had diabetes. I might have been just peeling off a few skin flakes off there my feet. There was a tub of skin flakes in my room that I was saving, but no, I didn't put it in the milk. Why would you think that? There were a couple cups of milk in the vicinity <laughs> of my tray of dead skin shavings. You know, the wind could have blown a couple. Regular Perry Mason over here. <laughs> Matlock. I'd be a good uh, defense attorney. Um, so she denied any involvement, but she had also been charged with violating a protective order issued that uh, she could have no contact with Hurry. So apparently, you know, this woman should not even have been in the house at all not making dinner. So I kind of blame the victim here a bit. I mean, it's like, OK, you have a protection, uh, you know, you have a, uh, a protection order against this lady. She's not supposed to be in your house. She's probably not even supposed to be like 100 yards within your house. But yet, yet you're drinking her milk like that. That's weird. Yeah, I would, I would find that suspect to begin. I would be like, no, get out of my house. I am not eating the food you prepared, you weirdo. Um, she was arrested three times within a nine-day period prior to the milk contamination. She was arrested for second-degree assault and violating a peace order by contacting the assault victim. So she had assaulted this, this woman before. So there, I think there's something going on. There's a backstory 
here that's not really investigating this article, but I, I think this lady's mental. <laughs> Do you think? Yeah. I'm going to say this lady is another. Uh, doesn't seem like a normal thing to do, you're right. Yeah, the poisoning contaminating a food charge is a felony. It's punishable up to 25 years in jail. Mm. So, think twice. Yeah, it's like it's like poisoning. Yeah, That's think strange. twice before uh, pulling some kind of prank here on your friend's food. As a vegetarian, <laughs> would you be mad if you ate some dead human flesh? <laughs> is that fine? What about a fingernail? I'd violate my vegetarian oath. What about a fingernail? Any really any flesh. bodily any body part hair that ended up in my food <laughs> yeah hair you know you've eaten a lot of hair right anybody who's <laughs> eaten out at a restaurant has eaten a lot of hair because you know the chef's hair is falling in it of course as long as the hair is not small and curly <laughs> then I'm okay what what do you have against black people being chefs <laughs> I just don't want pubes sprinkled over my food I get it that's yeah okay what do you yeah, have here for the second story very gross. <laughs> This one's pretty gross, too. And actually, speaking of dead skin, did you see that movie Under the Skin? Under the Skin. uh, Scarlett Johansson. Is that the one where she played that, like, nymphomaniac alien that would just cruise around having sex with Scottish people? She has her amazing boobs out a ton in that movie. Did a Scottish guy direct that movie? Yes. Okay, that makes sense. Well, it's the guy who directed uh, Sexy Beast. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah. people did. Some people didn't like... This movie's very very slow, and I didn't like it... I, I questioned whether I liked it when I watched it, you know, as I was in the moment watching it. But then afterwards, I decided that I actually did really like it. It's a great movie. It's it slow out. and kind of long, but it's a great movie, Under the Skins. So yeah, it's about this alien that is, like, uh, basically just trolling for dudes. And it's Scarlett Johansson, so obviously she's very hot. And then she's like, well, I'll just let you watch it. Did, wait, um, did she get naked in it? Oh, tons. And and Scarlett Johansson, you know, I don't know if she's the greatest actress or whatnot, but uh, you have to, every dude has to admit that she has probably the most amazing tits in Hollywood. She has amazing breasts. She's and I a great will fight ass, too. And I will fight anybody who says otherwise. <laughs> yeah, and she's naked a ton in this movie. It's, so it's Okay, great. I'm going to probably watch this after we finish recording, so let's hurry up here. <laughs> well, <laughs> that movie was fiction, sir, but this is... An, I, I think we found the actual alien that this was based on. Because if you look at, in, you know, the, in the realm of podcasting, it's an audio medium, but the story, to get, really get the story, you have to look at the photo. And I actually post, I posted this story, and I didn't really care about the story, but purely for the photo of this lady, who is clearly an alien. You know, I'm going to post a mugshot to the site then. I don't know what it is. I can't really place it, but if you look at this, this lady, she's not a human being. It, her skin doesn't really hang on her body, <laughs> right? And she has these sort of like dead alien eyes, which is the, clearly the giveaway here. And I guess then the behavior on top of it all uh, hmm. proves it. But uh, this was actually, you know, I said I posted it, which I did. But this uh, story was also sent in by Crystal. So we need to give her credit if uh, she wants her sticker package or whatever. <laughs> um, so getting down to it. So this alien whose name is Shayna Sims. She's also known as Shayna Smith. So to switch gears a little bit, hmm. if you're ever dating on a dating website or just dating in real life, I guess, <laughs> and you meet some girl and she says, oh, hi, I'm Shayna Smith. Some people call me Shayna Sims, though. 
just run away. If anybody has two last names, like, wait, why do you have two last names? You're grifting people. That's probably the most likely explanation, right? Yeah. I mean, why, why would she need an, an alias? Like, that's just, that's weird. Maybe she's a podcrafter. Well, I mean, we, we have <laughs> our stage legit, names. You know, this, is our, reason, this is our radio yeah. names. Yeah. If you're not in, in uh, show business, like D and I. I do find <laughs> it weird. Have, you shouldn't have two names. I, I do find it weird though when, uh, like, you know, you have your stage name or whatever, but then you meet somebody personally and you're just like, "Hi, you know, I'm Alexander Wonder. I'm Buffo the Clown." Yeah, you know, that's just it's yeah. kind of like uh, no, actually, a person like this though, when you look at her, who's an alien, uh, the most likely reason is that she like commits a lot of credit card fraud. <laughs> and like, well, that other name is the name I use with my credit cards that I don't pay ever. Anyway, shouldn't be in a relationship with a person like that here's another reason though uh she's this woman's facing uh five felony charges for uh basically abuse of a corpse Ooh. she was at a funeral this is kind of a two-stage story because when i sent the when i posted this when i found it basically because of the photo like i said uh, all that they knew is that she went to this f- this funeral for this lady who's a f- good friends with her husband, I guess. This alien's husband. So wait, did the guy was the guy like married to this this the deceased here? No, he's married to the alien, but he uh, Shana Sims. But he was friends with this lady, and clearly the implication is that this lady, at least the it alien must- lady, thinks that something was going on. She wasn't too happy with this woman, even though she's dead. <laughs> you know, you won if she's dead. So this girl, this is this woman's a jealous type. Seems like it's the it. worst type of girlfriend ever. But who knows? I a mean, wife. she has an alien psyche. Psyche. I mean, who knows what's going on inside her weird alien head? Yeah, clearly she, she's doing some weird shit because she went to this funeral, and um, what pe- what the onlookers are saying is happening is she went up to the you know they they lay the corpse out which is just a weird practice in my opinion. <laughs> but then you get to go up there and she, she went up to the corpse and uh, she sort of leaned down and then, and was doing something and, and people do weird shit up there anyways. They're like sobbing or maybe they like lay like a, a memento in the casket. Say a little happens, prayer. Right? Yeah. But uh, I guess the next person to come up and, and do the viewing, they're like, wait a minute. She like sliced this person's face and like <laughs> fucked her makeup up. Wait, wait a second. Usually, isn't there like a line, like a queue of people that go I've been by? To two, I've been to two different kinds. Sometimes there's a line, but sometimes people go up individually. I've been to both kind of funerals. So most of the funerals I've been to are Jewish funerals, which are always closed casket because there's no embalming. Yeah, this Jews. is definitely a waspy so, thing to do. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the presentation of the corpse to the public I've always found to be quite weird. <laughs> like I, I've never quite understood it. But I think what the idea is, you go up and you pay your, your respects individually. I just felt that, always thought that there was somebody behind you. So what did she have? Just like a little switchblade or something in her hand they, and just sliced her up? They found a folding knife, a box cutter, <laughs> scissors, and Jesus. they found the corpse's makeup, like I guess smudged on her skin or something. So also, this, uh, she somehow took the corpse's shoes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, what were the other bystanders doing? I, 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 listen, we're not even to the end of the story and I should just explain. This story makes zero sense. And I think it's because this person's an alien. Like maybe she has weird tentacles that combing out of her like shirt sleeve that nobody knows about. Is she able to control time? Like maybe she stopped time. 
That might happen too. And she like stopped, like used the fermata or something, stopped time, grabbed the shoes, cut up the face, and so then started time them. again. I don't know. But the story's about to get weirder because so that was the initial thing is she cut this person like from her they say it was from her hairline uh down to the tip of the nose, there was a slash. A large vertical cut, according to the police report. This alien's wow. twenty six years old. I don't know if I pointed that out. She's not like an old lady. Um, so they the found they found height. the knives. They found um, some hair and various pieces of makeup on her when the cops finally came. But this is what I don't get. So that was the initial story. But l- I guess later that day, they found that she had um, broken into this woman's house. <laughs> Jesus! And now they also are saying that she's accused of uh, chopping off her tits. And a toe. <laughs> All right, so she mutilated the corpse. Like, even beyond just the slicing of the face. Yeah. Police aren't sure why Sims attacked the deceased, but the police told uh, the reporter that they suspect the dead women, woman, that this woman and the dead woman were frenemies, <laughs> and that Sims' boyfriend used to date the woman. That's, you know, obviously there's some kind of weird sexual jealousy thing going on but even beyond that like what the fuck okay doesn't why would you just spit in the corpse's face i mean she's dead you're still fucking the dude you won yeah that's what i'm saying it's like i understand the rivalry you know while the woman's alive but she's dead now i think if you're a normal human woman (laughs) you would maybe do that and like i said i could see like you spit hawk a big loogie right in her eye you take a selfie you know flicking her (laughs) off or something post it to facebook but if you're an alien that's wearing human skin then you might do some weird things like slice her face you know cut off the tits and and take a toe home to eat i don't know to put in your like ufo power propulsion you know human flesh converter are you implying here that maybe she was looking for another skin outfit to wear Perhaps. So she was probably testing it, you know, slicing it open, seeing, testing its durability, you know, maybe, uh, I mean, in in addition, in addition to looking like an alien, uh, you know, they have this lady's mugshot, which is where she looks mostly like an alien. There's a Facebook photo where she also looks like an alien. Uh, (laughs) she just got this weird smirk on her face. Like, (laughs) yeah, I did that. Okay, uh, she's not. She needs to be locked up in an insane asylum. So what's going to go on with the, uh, what's going to happen with the relationship here? I don't know. I mean, who's this guy who's fucking this alien? She's not like a, like I said, we were talking about the movie Under the Skin where, you know, Scarlett Johansson is a sexy alien. This person does not look like a sexy alien. She looks like a weird extraterrestrial alien that you would not want to have sex with. So I'm questioning what this guy was doing to begin with. Do you watch Orange is the New Black? I watched the first season. Remember that, uh, the, the hick? I uh-huh. thought she was a prophet. I thought she kind of looked like her. Pensatucky. Pensatucky. I thought the alien kind of looks like her. No. I think so. That actress has been in other movies where she's hot. But I know, no, she's hot. I've seen her name's Taryn Manning, I think. And she's yeah. she's an attractive actor, attractive person. But uh in that show, she's just, you know, she's got like a black wig on and right, she's missing and teeth. teeth. You know. This her... be, but see, this isn't in anything like that. This is like like you know it's not that she has missing teeth or her face is fucked up uh per se it just doesn't nothing goes together on her head <laughs> you're saying she doesn't look human 
and the dead eyes and like you know i think the mugshot makes her skin look really weird but even if it her skin didn't look really weird like you know I don't know. I can't describe it. You have to look at the photo. I mean, it, I could describe it. I'm trying to describe it, but listeners really have to look at the photo and to concur with me. That and we'll, we'll, I'll post it on the site. She's, not, she's from a different planet. This guy married altogether. her though, right? I guess he did, which just proves the old adage. So I mean, what, she, may I mean, have a, she might have a hot body, but I mean, you shouldn't get married to an alien because she's going to eat you and turn you into a pod. At this point though, does this guy need to hire a divorce lawyer? Does he just go to, you know, the, the court and be like, uh, you know, she defiled a corpse, cut the tits off, took a toe home yeah. as a souvenir. Yeah. We just First of all, just get her committed and then yeah. you know, divorce her from out while well, you're outside of prison. So she doesn't also try and harvest your organs. Yeah, no, this is frightening. I, I couldn't even imagine, you know, what did, what did she do with the breasts? Did she keep them in the car? We can only speculate. Like in her purse? <laughs> I think she maybe beamed them back to her mothership. You know, this is almost worse than than the uh, the guy committing necrophilia and defiling a corpse. She's mutilating a corpse and keeping souvenirs. Say what you will about the guy who's committing necrophilia, but at least you understand. <laughs> you know, you can tell what you're getting at here. He's horny. He's horny. <laughs> He's not getting a lot from live women. He has some issue, fucked up sex issue in his head. Where I don't know, maybe he is actually attracted to corpses more than humans. But at least you you're like, I'm not into that. But yeah, I can see where I can see where, I can see where yeah, he's coming see from. Point. This lady, I don't know where she's coming from because she's yeah. an alien. Yeah, I've dated jealous girls in the past that had issues with my previous girlfriends, but not at this level. Right. Yeah, I've never, I've never. Had I can this. even understand. Okay, you cut her tits off because you know you, your your husband was cheating with her, and she has better tits than you, and that's why. But why the toe? I I don't know. Do you think, like, I could see this woman, like, fashioning, like, some kind of weird bra device out of these tits and then wearing them for her husband to freak him out. Being like, oh, you like these tits better, do you? you? And you sent her a Facebook message last week? That would certainly be a way to freak him out. Well, so what's she charged with? Is it mutilating a corpse? This is one of these things, right, where it's like, it's very just, it's crazy what she did, but, you know... What what's the you know cor- corruption of a cadaver? Yeah, there's no precedent, really. You know, there's I mean, no. Yeah, what you know, this happened so little that they the courts have a hard time dealing with it. I guess it's very bizarre. I'll post a picture uh, her mugshot uh, to the website. Uh, people send your story sigmarpodcasthotmail dot com. Got some phone calls to get to two zero six 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 three eight four six is that number. Uh, before we get to that, here's another word from our sponsor. What do you do when you're at a family reunion or Thanksgiving? You got a raging boner that won't go away, and you're considering fucking your grandmother. You go to Adam and Eve, of course. You buy a jerk-off sleeve, you know, build a pocket pussy, something of that nature, so you can go in the bathroom and just take care of that raging boner before you have to bend over your grandma at the table and just fuck her. So go to adamandeve.com and type in the code diddle. That's what grandpa used to do to your dad. Talk to you later. Bye. 
All right, Wacker, we got a few phone calls to get to. Um, this first one is uh, from Jeff in Tennessee. Hey there, second round. Uh, this is Jeffrey from Tennessee. Uh, I got a story for you. <clears throat> and I haven't, I haven't told anybody this, and I'm uh, really glad to get it off my chest. Well, uh, after I graduated college, <clears throat> I had uh, I was moving in with my aunt, and uh, she had a a housewarming party because we had gotten uh, gotten an apartment together. Uh, that's weird. Yeah, this is exactly what we were just talking about. <laughs> you just graduated college, and you're moving in with your aunt, <laughs> and she's having a housewarming party <laughs> for your apartment that for you're your having. Apartment. Like, do you not have any friends? Mm. Like this guy just has no friends. Well, I mean, he might be doing it just for because money troubles, but yeah. How old? I'm wondering how old this aunt is. You know, maybe she's a hot young aunt. Yeah, maybe she has like hot friends or something. But most aunts are usually, or maybe his mom. You know, and the age difference between his mom and his sister was, you know, can be as twenty years sometimes. So she could be like an aunt that's only like five years older than him. So almost like a big sister, a couple years older than him. All right, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt here. And the housewarming party, it was like me and her and a couple of friends, you know, just drinking and having a you know, good time. And I don't remember much. I drank quite a bit, but I woke up with my aunt naked next to me in bed. Uh, we knew where this <laughs> was going. <laughs> I like how we just said, goodbye. That was it? That was it. <laughs> nice. Three minutes. Well, he got it off his chest. That's good. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think at that point I would just keep that as your little secret and just hope it doesn't happen again. Because that's weird. It's pretty weird. I'm trying to, you know, people always talk about, you know, your hot cousin, but aunt is a little too close for comfort. That's your mom's sister, dude. That's pretty much yeah, him banging your mom. Like your mom. She yeah. Or she probably looks like your mom's mom. So you're ba- basically fucking like a dad. younger version of your grandmother. Could look like your dad. Let's not count that out. That's also weird. <laughs> Which is weirder? Fucking your mom's sister or your dad's sister? I, I Plus, just he didn't even both. really say yeah. they fucked, right? Or he doesn't know. I guess well, that's the implication. I mean, they're naked. I, mean, I don't know if he was naked. <laughs> but the, the fact that she was naked next to him, that's weird. Do you go on, uh, do you go on living together in the apartment? <laughs> At that point, or you're like, it's too weird now. And what's weird about it too, it's like a housewarming party. So you just moved in, so they bang on the first night. Yeah. That's, Where do you go from there? Yeah, that's weird. All right. Well, Jeff, um, I'd either move out or never let it happen again. <laughs> you know it's gonna happen again. <laughs> so uh, this next call here is gonna piss you off, Wackerly. Oh, it's gonna piss you off. Hey, Ian Lance. This is Hawaii, bitch. I was just listening to your last podcast. You guys were talking about how well Canada knows comedy because of SCTV and the kids in the hall. Well, last year, my husband and I went to Vancouver, and while we were in the hotel room, I flipped on their Canadian comedy channel, and they're still showing John Candy episodes from the 1970s, kids in the hall, SCTV. It's awesome. They have absolutely nothing new. They don't even have, like, 1990s Dave Boulier shit playing. All it was was 1970s and 1980s and 
I, well, the kids in the hall, I guess they went into the 90s, so yeah, but there was nothing new. It was the most pathetic <laughs> attempt at a comedy channel. You know it's more pathetic? <laughs> Going on vacation and sitting in the hotel room and watching TV. <laughs> I guess when you're from Hawaii, you know, it's a, everybody, most people go to Hawaii for, for vacation and you just live there. So I guess maybe when you're, when you're from Hawaii and you go on vacation, you just sit around and watch TV like what everybody else does during their everyday life. Yeah, but who there. knows? Maybe this is during the day. They're, you know, watching a little TV, taking a little siesta before they're going out for dinner or something. Well, she seems like she did an exhaustive review of this entire channel's offerings. Isn't that the whole point of the call? You know, I got to say, it's like, I'll watch contemporary comedy, and it, other than like, I don't know, Amy Schumer's show is kind of cool, but it doesn't compare to like SCTV and Kids in the Hall. I mean, I, that'd be all, could you imagine just having a channel and that's all they play? Yeah, I'd watch it. I'd watch it all the time. I think it'd be great. It may, you know, it makes me think, it's like, you know, most of our references usually tend to be, you know, a, a sitcom or something that happened like... Yeah. Over right. twenty years ago, that's why millennials <laughs> love us. All of our old so a Hawaii bitch, dusty you have a, references. Yeah, I mean, do you think Hawaii bitch when she's sitting there listening to our podcast is just frowning, being like, "This is the most pathetic attempt at comedy I've ever heard." I know, but she can't stop listening because the sexual tension is. That's exactly high. what it is. Um, you know, I think she, you should be blessed, actually. You went to Vancouver. This sounds like an amazing vacation. Vancouver, you're getting drunk. or Maybe you get a little bit of weed there because I think weed's uh, decriminalized. And then just get super stoned and watch Kids in the Hall and SCTV. Mm. That sounds like a perfect vacation. Was it a honeymoon? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's nothing like the comedy offerings of Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Don Magnum P.I. <laughs> Don Ho. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, you know, I think uh, Canada definitely... Canada created some amazing comedy, you know, honestly. You know, think of how many many movies came from SCTV. Trailer Park Boys. Trailer Park Boys. That's a good current comedy show. Um, There's a show I like called Corner Gas, which never got a lot of... uh outside of Canada play, but it's very funny. You know, I think our Canadian listeners are going to call in and uh, they're going to have a cow about this. <laughs> don't have a cow, man. Yeah, don't have a cow, man. Um, got another call here about the C word. Sick on. What's happening, guys? So I called my girlfriend a cunt last night <laughs> for the uh, first time ever. <laughs> I've been talking to her in about uh, 24 hours now. I'm not sure. How you can't much, even do uh, that as a joke. You can't I'm even be like, ha ha, ha ha, you cunt. You're That's being like that, such the table, a cunt. the mood will change immediately on your night. That's a serious word. You can call your girlfriend like joking around like a bitch, right? You can be like, ha, do you bitch? Like if she like, I don't know, like gave you a sack tap or something. But you can't be like, ha ha, you cunt. It'll be like, <laughs> it'll be like that record scratch, right? <laughs> and then they'll get, yeah, and then they'll freak out. And they'll get that look on their face of just pure anger. Right. You're not getting fucked that night. Or for the next week. <laughs> but uh, that's the thing with a cunt. I can't really think of an occasion I've ever called a girlfriend a cunt. I mean, not <laughs> after you've broken up. I can well, think no, a lot I'm, of occasions that I've done that. I, I, I meant a current girlfriend, not an ex-girlfriend. I think all right. of my ex-girlfriends are cunts. But uh, I'm just saying a current girlfriend. And I'll announce how why they're such a cunt to people, you know, as long as they will, are willing to listen. I, I find it funny when you hear another woman refer to a woman as a cunt. Because that's some serious shit coming that's out of a, from a woman. Shit, yeah. 
you know? But that that's a word you would, I mean, that, yeah, that has like the brevity, the, you know, the, the weight of uh, the word nigger. I mean, you don't say that word either. Jesus. You know, it's says, yeah, that's, there's certain words you just don't say, you know, and uh, it, like I couldn't imagine calling my girlfriend a cunt. Like she'd freak out. So I'm wondering what uh, circumstance this guy is. Was he doing it in a joking fashion? Was he doing it out of anger? I mean, some guys just aren't very bright. <laughs> Maybe he didn't realize <laughs> well, the implication. But even like, how often do you talk to your guy friends and be like, oh, all those girls are cunts? All the time. <laughs> don't we? Was that the right answer? I don't know. I don't know. I think in England, they use that term a little more in, uh, the, in, in the popular lexicon. I think they're just like, oh, cunts. And it's, it's gender neutral. You can call right. everyone cunts. In it, it may be, uh, I mean, this guy clearly isn't British, but uh, I wonder how many times a British person comes over here and doesn't realize the implication. Yeah, because I think there it's like a term of endearment. Like right. if, you, if you call someone a cunt, then you're like, oh, we are besties for life now. Right. Uh, I haven't, uh, it's going to be a very awkward uh, visit tonight. You guys ever drop the C word on your woman? Well, I mean, just... she really was being a cunt, so I mean, I couldn't really keep my mouth closed. <laughs> That's but, neither uh, here nor there. I'm starting to regret it. Anyway, <laughs> he's starting talk to you later. This, is, this guy's in his <laughs> early 20s, I guarantee it. He's starting to regret it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you probably should steer clear of that word. I mean, I think you could call her a bitch, but even then, you know, you're uh, tempting fate. Like, you're probably not going to get laid for a little while there. You're probably going to have to apologize. But with cunt... You can call your girl a bitch in a, in a joking fashion, and you can make it clear that you're joking, and she'll be like, ha ha, yeah, you're a dick. If you're a gay guy, you could call a girl a bitch. It doesn't matter. Listen, bitch. Yeah, but you can say, listen, cunt. <laughs> Like I, I no. just no, I just think there's a, a lot of gravity time. with that word. It sinks in, and and so, yeah, this guy, you know, with bitch, you could probably apologize to her, give her a foot massage or something. You're gonna have to buy flowers. You're gonna have to take her out to dinner. Maybe even go go on a vacation somewhere. You know, this is this is like a you know advanced level apology here. If you want, yeah, to continue I mean, if you're if you're not just gonna get completely dumped, yeah, that's you're, gonna, you're gonna have to pay out. <laughs> You're going to have to pay out for this somehow. Yeah. Now, this is like, I would say it's on par with forgetting a birthday. Shoe, a new pair of sh- like expensive ass shoes? Because this is beyond flowers, right? Uh, that's what I'm saying. Flowers, expensive dinner, flowers, maybe a new pair of shoes or a handbag or something. You know, um, <laughs> this, yeah. Guys in their early 20s don't buy their girlfriend's shoes or handbags. They're just like, well, that, that's a lost cost. <laughs> This relationship isn't working. We have to break up now. I think that the, what this guy needs to do is uh, flowers, and then in the flowers, a little envelope with tickets to uh, a show. You know, like some show that she likes, a band she I was likes. Say, is, this a, is this a Homer Simpson thing? Like, we're going to see Iron Maiden. No, no, no. It's It'd have like, to be like the opera or ballet or, or something. Uh, what's the movie that just Pitch Perfect 2? You're going to have yeah. to go see, sit through all of Pitch Perfect 2. With your girlfriend. And if you call your girlfriend a cunt, that's what's going to happen. You got to buy her flowers, two tickets to Pitch Perfect 2, and then take her to Olive Garden. Which, by the way, is about a fate worse than death. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting through that movie, I, I would probably just get a divorce. That is my girlfriend's favorite movie, by really? the way. Yes. I'm I only mentioned it because I was just reading something about it before we started the show. No, we, we had a discussion about this, and I was quite clear, very resolute, I don't even, is it about that baseball? I will not see it. 
I don't even know what it is. Is it about baseball? Is this like a league of their own or what? <laughs> you know what it's about. Acapella. And it's awful. Oh, my dear God. Yeah, it's, it's worse than I imagined. I, I said, I was like, go see it with your friends. I'm not going to see that movie. Mad Max, on the other hand, we're going to that. That's going to be romantic. I can't wait. Yeah. That's I'm, I'm playing that game with Mad Max, though, because we're like, how soon can I see it? And not be completely annoyed by all the like complete fucktards that are filling up the theater because it's you know opening weekend. You're either gonna have like, to by see Wednesday it, will it be died down? You're either gonna have to see it late night during the week or wait yeah. like a couple weeks. Right. Because I mean, people are going nuts over that movie. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Uh, people call Sick Wrong Hotline two zero six 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 three eight four six. We have time for one email that we got here to the Facebook page coming from Andrew. Andrew wrote. Are you guys aware what a cheeky Nando's is? Why is the internet going crazy over this? And then he included a link to, curiously, to a cosmopolitan.co.uk article. I don't know why Andrew's reading Cosmo. Um, I know why. <laughs> but it says... Jack off. It's a cheap substitute for porno. Yeah, but if you're on the internet, just go to, like, you know, Pornhub or something. Maybe this guy's our age, though, and he's doing it for nostalgia. I think he just probably typed in Americans, cheeky nandos, and this is the article that popped up. But apparently this is beguiling Americans. And this is a term that the the British use, and Americans have their own theories about what it means, and they're very confused over it. Um, And so he explains, he goes, in case you don't know, it's what Foster's beer is to Australia, is what nandos food is to Portuguese cuisine. Lots of bland things with some, some range of spicy sauces. They're about as hot as Tabasco, and they taste like vinegar. So I think what it is is it's a, uh, I think it's just a, uh, like drunk people go eat this food. I saw it when I was in London, but we didn't eat there. Why is it cheeky? It, well, it's late night. I think the place is called Cheeky Nando's. <laughs> it's not called Cheeky Nando's. It's just called Nando's. Oh, is it called Nando's? Okay, yeah, yeah. I think it's like, I think they're saying cheeky like not, you know, you know when you're drunk, you know, or, or no, it's like, it's like, I hate, I mean, this term sucks, but naughty. Like when you're drunk and you already had dinner, but you're like fucking hammered and you go get Taco Bell and you know you shouldn't be eating it, but it fucking tastes good. And you're like, you know, it's like a shame, it's like a shameful, I'm going to have a shameful Taco Bell meal Taco Bell even marketed this, right, as fourth meal? Fourth meal, yeah, <laughs> late night dining. It's like a shameful thing you're doing at night because you're wasted. I think that's what they mean by cheeky when they say cheeky Nando's. Because you're, dr- you're drunk Nando's. and you, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know, I think it's Nando's. But apparently this word has been beguiling Americans. And I think the British get some kind of pleasure out of, of linguistically tormenting confused Americans. So mm. they tweet about it and uh, then the Yanks go crazy. Like, what is a cheeky Nando? What do you mean? Are you you know, disparaging the U.S.? Are you making fun of us? Jesus Christ. So it's just a British restaurant terrible. chain. It's a restaurant chain where you can get a respectable amount of spicy chicken and chips. Right. Fries. And any mouth-breathing American asshole could have fucking Googled it and found out that yeah. out, right? This is what they say. Cheeky Nando's with the lads in American would be kick-ass hot wings with my bros. Mm-hmm. So I don't get why you're getting worked up about this, you stupid yanks. <laughs> like, who cares? You know? They live in a, a tiny island miles away with no dentists. Don't worry about it. Um, That's why they have to gum this weird food. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Andrew, for sending that in. I'm looking forward to the other Cosmopolitan articles you send us. Yeah, I wouldn't mind uh, 18 ways to please your boyfriend. <laughs> 
I would just, I'd like to do a whole podcast just of like fast food around the world. <laughs> I just want to do a whole podcast about Andrew's magazine tastes. Like <laughs> Cosmo, maybe Glamour. The great thing 17. about Cosmo is, uh, you know, their whole, Cosmo's whole readership of uh you know frustrated middle-aged or older housewives like every every month they have some weird tip about how to get your fucking you know soft penis husband interested in your pussy again but there but it's always a I list like i wonder if any of those ways. ever work oh yeah, well, yeah lists i mean it's i think they just all they're doing is taking the same article and just changing the headline right and yeah, it's probably it never says the obvious right lose some weight yeah. shave your pussy <laughs> Get him some Viagra. Like, those are the three things. Put on some porn. Put on some porn. Yeah. No, they never say that. Anyway, Andrew, thanks for sending that in. Uh, people listen to the show on iTunes. You subscribe, rate, comment. We appreciate the support. Just do a search for Sick and Wrong. And, uh, yeah, subscribe to the show today. A funny thing happened this week, Wackerly. A friend of mine, my old college roommate, um, texted me. shit in the sink. <laughs> shower wasn't. No, this was Chuck. Um, he was my dorm mate, like right out of, you know, freshman year. Right. Um, but we've been friends over the years. Um, but he's, you know, he's a dad now. His kids, like I haven't seen him in a long time, but his kids are like, I think the oldest daughter's like 14 or 13 and the, uh, the son's like 10. But anyway, he texted me the other day and was like, Hey dude, can you do me a favor and block my daughter from Instagram? <laughs> like from your Instagram? I was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, she just liked one of your pictures. This is a strange story because, you know, from the Instagram angle, this relates to the kids, the kids in the audience. <laughs> but then when you then you switch it to like, you know, talking about your friend's daughter really alienates them. It also makes me feel quite old. A, because it's like, wow, your friend's daughter's old enough to go on Instagram right. and find like me. Four. Yeah, it's not like she's four. She's like 13 or 14 or whatever. And uh, second, I have no fucking idea how to block someone on Instagram. I don't even really understand how Instagram works other than posting a picture and commenting on it. <laughs> Once again, alienating the kids. I don't know. I just put a picture up and I write some funny text. Well, I wrote back to him. I was just like, can you do that? How do you do that? And he goes, hell if I know. <laughs> figure it out. And I'm like, figure it out. Figure it out. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I Googled it on the Google and I figured it out. You can actually go to a user and there's like three little buttons you click on it and it says block user and so i blocked her i had to block her from instagram the sick and wrong facebook page and my twitter he's like i he goes you know she's just not old enough for your shit <laughs> I was like, All right, <laughs> text me when she turns 18 i'll unblock her <laughs> that's what i should have said to him anyway the, the, the reason i mentioned this is uh there's a lot of racy stuff going on at that sick and wrong facebook page so, um, you know, maybe your kids shouldn't, shouldn't follow it. Yeah, everything we do is 18 and up. Yeah, age-appropriate Facebook page viewing. I don't want to be sued by some yeah. mom or dad. But you can go follow us on Facebook. It's a lot of fun stuff going on over there. Also, we're so, so still selling T-shirts. We're still selling prints. I'm going to be working on a new T-shirt soon. Sigmarondpodcast.com slash store. If you buy a T-shirt, I'll throw in a print, a signed print from the two of us. Um, Sigmarond Song of the Week. Came in from a guy named Hoagie. Hoagie writes... <laughs> That's a great name. It is great. I, I, I don't know if it's his birth name, but I like it. He goes, I can't believe you guys haven't played Blowfly for the song of the week. You have no soul. Hmm. Do, you know, do you know Blowfly? Sounds familiar, but I, you know, if somebody pressed me on it, I would have to say no. 
He's like a novelty funk musician from uh, the yeah. 70s. Like kind of Hate a comedian. He's a comedian. This guy has the funk, though. This guy is uh, the epitome of funk. I, I actually like Blowfly a lot. Um, his son uh, was uh, Vernon Reed, who played in uh, Living Color. So Blowfly is actually a good musician. But um, the song they sent in was called... It, all the songs are X-rated. This is Can I Come in Your Mouth by Blowfly. So, um, yeah, you know what? We're going to prove to you we have soul. We're going to end the show here with Can I Come in Your Mouth by Blow, Blowfly. Thank you, Hoagie, for saying that in. People, we'll be back next week with episode 484. Till then, take a sleazy. Good night.
new man 